Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. Welcome to Otpem Suesquewak Kitsigisagok Metis in Space season finale! 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 Yeah, we got another season finale. So, Chelsea Valm Nitsigasan. Molly Swain Nitsigasan. Mantusagai Nitotsen. O Tusquanik Nitotsen. Woo! We did it! Again! Oh, I know. We again did Here. the thing. Cheers. Oh, what is this? This Ping. is. This is the first alcoholic beverage that I have had in over 10 months. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, living big with yeah. a very small glass of wine. Very small. So I, small, but wow. so satisfying, I can only assume. It is really good. It's it's surprisingly good wine. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of yeah. wine, yeah, Chelsea, would you care to introduce the delicious wine of the evening? So for our season finale, I just, I went and I totally uh, judged books by their covers, or rather wine bottles. And uh, yeah, so I got this, I, I usually don't like American wine, to be honest. I skipped that that aisle, but this, it just spoke to me. So uh, I will definitely tweet an image of it. It's called The Show. Yeah. And on, on the front, on the, the, the label of this wine is, it's sort of like this like blazing sun and you've got this guy on a bucking bronco with his cowboy hat waving in the air. And it's, it's, uh, it's a 2013 Cabernet Sauvignon from California and it's set up like a movie you know, uh, a movie poster. Yeah, like an old school heroic John Wayne sort of. Yeah. yeah. Very spaghetti western. Very, very. And and so it doesn't like, it doesn't give you all like, with hints of leather. No, it just says, inspired by the bold, iconic show posters that Hatch Show Print has enriched us with since 1879. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Meaning the wine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we at least we enjoyed something this evening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's surprisingly good for being this yeah. weird. And it's all about the aesthetic. Yeah, it's a great aesthetic. It is it is a good aesthetic. Also just so colonial. Wow. Yeah. Which fits with the general it, theme of this it evening. It does. It really does. It's all cowboys, no Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh boy. We anyway. have a real stinker for you tonight. Oh my it, we it's, it's so fitting for the for the season finale. We might as well season two season finale, we might as well watch the steamingest pile of crap that's possible. I would have actually rather just sat and watched a, a, a literal steaming, steaming pile, of pile of crap for yeah. an hour. With a little sign on it that says colonialism? Yeah. Yeah. I, that would have made, that would have actually made me happier. It would have made more sense to me. My, also, yeah. yes. We, we did not think <laughs> that it could get we this could get, Yeah, we thought, we, we did, I, like, I, well, I don't know about you, but I really did, I think, I thought we had seen I thought it all. I plumbed the depths. I yeah. thought we had plumbed I thought the we depths. had seen it, like, I actually... I am, I've never been so disappointed that I've been proven wrong in my yeah, whole life. Yeah. I, I just, I'm reeling. We're actually. awful plumbers, and in fact, although we thought we plumbed the depths, we actually left like a huge cachet of stinking cruddy crap 
right in the trap there. Right. Yeah, right yeah. in there. And yeah. then we just shoved our hands into it today and like applied it all over our faces. <laughs> our souls, our metaphorical faces. That's disgusting. Yeah, it, was, it was disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. So we have a special guest tonight as well. Yes, we do. Would you Would you like to introduce our special guest? So she's wearing, currently wearing a duck onesie. Good uh, aesthetic. Yes, if very I do good. say so. She's passed out right now, but I expect that she's going to wake up and fuss at some point. Our special guest for the evening is Sacaweo Alda Diaz-Vowell, who is uh, almost three weeks old now. Yeah. Yeah. And in that three weeks, you know, you might not think that she's going to be our most, you know, loquacious special guest, and you would be right on that. But, yeah. you know, she's seen a lot, yeah. and I think that she has a really good analysis of what Absolutely. we're about to be talking she's about. She's got all sorts of things to say about what we just saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, assuming that she wakes up, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure she will let us know what is going on here. And how she feels about the whole thing. Yeah. All right, so what steaming pile uh, of crap did we Jesus. watch? Okay, so first, big shout out to Brandy Bird. Thanks, Brandy. Auntie B Bird. <laughs> For, from afar, uh, yeah. all the way over in Vancouver, giving us this recommendation <laughs> that has ruined our lives ruined so completely. It. So thanks, Brandy. Although, uh, I love the, you. On the upside, but damn it. It can only get better from here. I mean, we've said that. We've said that no, before. I, know. I, know. I feel like we've said that two or three times before now. <laughs> and look what has happened. I really believe it this time, though. I, you're right. Like, I, I literally cannot. Can it get worse than this? Picture. I cannot even imagine how yeah. it could possibly get any worse. Anyway, so that's, yeah. So shout out to Brandy for ruining our lives this <laughs> evening. Um, we have been watching Wonderfalls, which we had never heard of. Never we heard did not of. see this coming. So no. it's Wonderfalls, season one, episode 12. It's called Totem Mole, M-O-L-E, where Jay, Mahandra, and Sharon visit a Native American reservation where Sharon sparks up an old college rivalry with a local, catching Mahandra in the crossfire. Jay, meanwhile, has a conversation with a deceased seer and tries to get the woman's accountant grandson to find his spiritual gift, despite signs saying that Jay is, in fact, the chosen one. The chosen one. Jay is, in fact, the chosen one, and she will not Great let you forget it. Hope. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. This, this is kind of, I don't know, it just seems like imperial white feminism at its most obnoxious. I, you know, I can't even sum it up. It was just offensive on every single possible level. It's like, you know, you know those Joss Whedon, you know how all of Joss Whedon shows get really annoying after about <laughs> three episodes because they all just have this, like, obnoxious, kind of, like, snarky, witty banter over and over again? This was, like, the knockoff version of that. Yeah, this, I, it made Joss Whedon's witty banter look like freaking Shakespearean prose. Yeah. 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 It's... Wow. Just It was just so, it was like somebody sat down and thought, like, what are the most offensive one-liners I can come up with in a native context? And just, like, you know, just just, just wrote them down yeah. and, and submitted them and said, hey, why not say these things? Yeah. I feel like we, we cannot do this justice because no. we are only two people watching one show one time. Yeah, I feel like you guys have to watch this. No, so but bad. no, this is the thing. I know, but You like, cannot do that to people. Don't listen. Don't do it. Do it. You'll never understand the full depth of how truly horrific it is. But Watch just, it. No. God. All right. So okay, let's first okay, off. First off. Here. So we open on the Satsuma Indian Reservation. That's right. They named a bunch of natives after a little orange. Mm, Satsuma. Mm. I, love, I love Satsuma. Body shop. Well. Smells great. Yeah. I well, guess, I mean, there you, know. you go. There you go. It's a natural connection there. Yeah. Obviously. And I was excited at first because there was a black Indian. I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, finally, 
Finally. Yeah. This is where science fiction should take us. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god. Oh wait, we should talk about the premise of the show. Oh right. Yeah, so the show, we did we had no idea yeah. because we've never seen it before. But apparently the premise is it's this white girl working at a Niagara Falls gift shop on I guess the American side of Niagara Falls. Yeah. Who can talk to inanimate and Objects? objects? Yeah, or inanimate or they talk objects to her, talk to her. And she doesn't really like it, but they tell her to do things, and then she does them, and that's the point of the show. Yeah, it's... It sounds weird. It mm. is weird. Uh, so, anyway, so, white girl, another white girl, Her and, sister, I guess, her older sister. Yeah, her, yeah which yeah. you kind of figure out. And then Mahandra, who's the awesome black Indian, are driving up on the res, and they get out because Mahandra's trying to get her status. Yeah, she's trying to get her, her tribal citizenship. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so we're like, oh, cool. You know, we're going to see this this process, right? But no. First mm-hmm. thing that happens is, I'm going to call her the, the white witch. That's not the word I want to use, but my sweet little daughter is in my arms right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it there. Yeah. The white witch, the older sister. First line out of her mouth is, you're not Indian, you're black. Like, right off, opens up with some, like, anti-black BS. Yeah. Just we, like... Chelsea and her are both just like, what? What? That's that's where you're starting. Like this is the beginning. Yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't the climax. This no. isn't this is the beginning. Yeah. Nobody addresses the fact that she fucking said that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just no. fine. Yeah, and and then she further goes on. You just want to cut the gambling money. Like great assumption there. Yeah, you just want to cut of the gambling. Yeah. Money. First of all, you can't actually be Indian. Secondly, the only reason that you could possibly want any sort of tribal citizenship is so you can get gambling money. But then, of course, because this show is a piece of shit, mm. Mahandra then goes on to kind of more or less agree with her. Like, yeah. no, I actually want to make this connection because of my family, my ancestry, but this would really help me pay off my student loans. Yeah. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Jesus. How are these people, like, friends? I don't know. Yeah, and then she talks about how she she actually has a fraction of a fraction of blood quantum, but it's enough blood quantum to get her that citizenship. Yeah. Like, oh God. Whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. So, anyway, so Mahandra and White Witch kind of leave to go off to, I guess, the citizenship office. Uh, and whiny white girl, who's the main character, whose name is Jay, but I didn't even realize that till the end. Because no, I, who cares what her so name hard. is? Nobody so whiny, whiny white cares. girl, whiny white girl, and white witch. Yeah, so whiny white girl is, like, filling up gas at the gas station, and then she looks over, and there's this really stoic native guy with, like, a hat with, like, feathers in it, like, pulled over his face, just, like, no, 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 so stoning it up. Yeah. Like, stoicing it up. Stoicing it up. Yeah. Stow talks to the max. Yeah. Uh, and then she hears this voice talking right. to her. And she thinks, oh, the native guy's speaking to me, but no, it's... No, native men don't speak. No, no, no. no. Especially not to whiny white girls. No, no, it's a totem pole. It's a, a totem, totem pole. pole. This is on the American side of the Niagara Falls. Totem pole. There's a totem pole. The totem pole is speaking, we weren't sure if it's an Australian accent, or an English accent. if it's an English accent, yeah. just kind of like a generalized sort of <laughs> commonwealth <laughs> accent. Yeah. yeah. And whatever it says to her, like, go over there or whatever. And then we see the crappiest teepee. I thought we saw the crappiest teepee ever, right? The one with the center pole? No. This was the crappiest teepee this, ever. The teepee had the poles on, on the, the outside. outside. There were poles on the outside. What are you going to do with that? What? I, huh? Like, what? Like, this is sci-fi, if only because the canvas is obviously has some sort of gravity-defying capabilities that yeah. keep it attached to the poles, on which the are on the outside. Yeah. Like, not even getting into the fact that there is a fucking totem pole yeah. and then a teepee across uh, the street from one another. The totem pole is, they're like, just telling her to go in... The, the totem pole's telling her to go in the TV. Yeah. What are we watching already? I'm just losing it. All they're missing is an Inukshuk. Um, <sighs> but there's, there's also poles on the inside, and... 
candles. Candles. On the but like around the edge. Yeah. Like like right up against the canvas. Yeah. Like that's not that's not gonna work out well for anybody. Oh man. So yeah. she goes in. She sees all of the candles, and she sees this old woman. Yeah, the cheesiest, crappiest, like makeup ever. Just like, just fake what, big white wig. Yeah. Like, just yeah. And and mixed up. She's got. She's wearing this like. Anishinaabek, like, Thunderbird medallion, but she's in full, like, Haudenosaunee colors, you know, like, this, she's got, like, the, 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 the Haud, like, outfit, you know, it's just such a mishmash. Yeah, otherwise known as a complete Oh, what a gong mess. show. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they just, like, went into the prop closet and just grabbed everything vaguely native looking. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. whole, whole, yeah. Anyway, prop closet was heavily used. Yeah. Uh, during this episode, and so she goes in. So, what are you, the local fortune teller? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, and and so the woman starts talking to her. She's like, "Oh, you've been chosen." Blah blah blah. I didn't really yeah. write a lot of this dialogue down. No, it's like, "Wah wah, you're so special, white girl." Yeah, you're like, so special, white girl. Thank yeah. goodness you're here, white girl. You're, yeah, you're, you're gonna, the chosen one. You're the chosen one. I've spoken to you in many voices and many forms because I don't I'm be so the spiritual. One. No, you're the chosen one. You're going to be something, something. Um, but then she's like, yeah, I don't want to be the chosen one. I want to silence all the voices of these random Niagara Falls gift shops. Yeah. Little pe- crappy toys talking to me. And she's like, oh, you're being so cryptic. That's the other thing. Like a yeah. thousand times. But it makes sense, right? Because if you're indigenous, you're really cryptic. Yes, like, of I only speak in really, you know, esoteric metaphors. Absolutely. Yeah. You have, to, you have to do some work to figure out what I'm saying. Yeah, all the time, all the time, all the time. I can't, I can't just give you the straight business. No. Because if I could, I would just be like, "Look, you whiny white asshole, <laughs> shut your mouth, get off my land." Yeah. Like before I slap you. No, we can't be direct like that. No, instead we have, we have to, to top in cryptic metaphors. Yes, the the rushing water pushes your canoe farther out to sea. If only the howling wolf and the eagle would claw your face off before you made another <laughs> show like this. Okay. I'm getting bitter. We're going to a dark place. Okay. Um, no, no, this is... We're going to be fine. We can keep this not dark. Yeah, we can totally... Let's let's look at your darling daughter for a second. Oh, she's so great. And the little duckies on her onesie. No, oh, I feel better already. I know. Okay, so... Uh, whiny white chick turns around. There is an Indian in a trench coat, and he's all kind Which of... Which was gross. Yeah. The trench coat, the whole thing is... No, yeah. Yeah, he's in a suit and a trench coat. Just to make sure that you understand this guy's an apple. Right? Like, this is the whitest yeah. Indian ever, right? Yeah. Like, just Trent, you can like, tell. He's not, he's not wearing anything traditional, so he's like, you know. And that's all it takes, really. For this yeah. show, that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't, have lo- you don't have a braid, you don't have yeah. a long hair, you don't, you're not wearing any beadwork. Apple. You don't, you don't care about your people, you don't care yeah. about your community, you're just in it for yourself. You are disconnected. And apparently an accountant. <laughs> right. So, uh, he's like, what are you doing with my dead grandmother? And she turns around, and yeah, lo and behold, the, the woman she was talking to is actually... Deceased. Dead. Yeah, and she's laid out for, for, for yeah. an Indian burial in the teepee. Yeah, because if there's one thing that's basically exactly the same as an utterly inanimate object, it's a dead, dead Indian. Indian. Mm-hmm. Could just do, wow. white, like, something white people could just do whatever they want with. Yeah, apparently she's never talked to dead people before, but, like, you know, dead Indians. Yeah, you know. Inanimate it's, objects. It's that gateway. It's that gateway into talking to other sorts of dead people who might actually be people to your whiteness. Wow. Just kidding. Wow. Wow. <sighs> so uh, then we, we, we head over to the Indian store on the res where uh, White Witch is buying like 80 cartons of cigarettes because, you know, no tax on the res. And Tobacco Guy, so he shows up uh, later on as well. So Tobacco Guy 
uh, is is totally cool with yeah, I kinda, doing this illegally. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tobacco yeah. guy's chill. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I like tobacco guy. Here's here's all your uh, your cigarettes with no tax. Thanks for coming down the res. But then somebody enters the store, obviously with authority, and he's like, oh, I can only sell you three packages because you're not native. Yeah, you like know. just kidding. And yeah. then this white the white witch is like, what? I don't get it. Like, explain everything to me. Mm-hmm. Let me fuck up all of your business, mm-hmm. sir. Like, I just want to smoke until I die is basically what she says. Yeah. Which is, like, weird. There was a lot of, like, the whole cigarette thing. And, and you got to, what you have to understand, too, is, like, the boxes that they had these cartons in are, like, comically oversized. Like, huge, like huge. cardboard boxes. Like, yeah, like, stuff that you would move your furniture <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, this this ongoing gag about the cigarettes on the res, right? Like, whatever. Yeah. So she turns around, and what do you see? Indian posse. Indian and posse. Like, yeah. But like Indian babe posse. Indian babe like, posse. Three totally amazing, like super stern looking indigenous women. Just like, yeah. and also like actually indigenous, like yeah, really yeah. indigenous women. Just like roll up, looking amazing. Yeah. Just like not gonna take any shit from yeah. this white woman. And love them right away. Yeah, instantly. Like she's supposed to like that's the thing, is like the leader We're of this supposed posse. To hate these people. Yeah, the leader of this posse, her last name's Littlefoot. Yeah. And we're supposed to hate them, and we're yeah. supposed to think that they're really stuck up, but the whole time we were, like, they were rooting the for them. We love them. Yeah, so Diane, Diane, uh, uh, Diana, I guess it's Diana, Littlefoot, mm-hmm. so she, she's a lawyer, a uh, tribal lawyer, she went to law school with White Witch, uh, very competitive, I guess, um, but... Yeah, so they talk about, like, uh, White Witch is complaining, like, oh, you haven't changed. Remember when you got our mascot banned? Uh, and, and, yeah, like, Littlefoot is like, yeah, it was, like, this sexist you know, racist mascot. Yeah, like it, like it was just like a symbol of the imperialist patriarchy. Yeah. And, what, and we're like, like yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. And like, no, she kept saying up. like, so she's, she's talking about like, yeah, like uh, imperialist patriarchy and all this stuff. And, and Molly and I are just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. but, but we're supposed Instant to like, hero. yeah, but we're supposed to think, oh my gosh, like this woman's such a, she's you know, way too political. Yeah. That's, that's the thing with this show is like this idea of like political indigenous people is yeah. so extremely demonized Mm -hmm. and it's weird because like you see like a lot of the indigenous characters are politicized or become politicized throughout the episode and they're just like they're either demonized outright or they're made into these like yeah yeah, these like completely laughable kind of like clownish characters like how could you possibly do this right right never question just like that it's so ridiculous yeah Yeah, like god god forbid that we have any sort of politics that don't match up with your like white girl vision of like what i don't even know like what progressive liberalism is like Littlefoot had some great burns though oh my god White Witch was all like yeah I was top of the class or whatever and Littlefoot's like you were never competition for me she just like shuts her down so harshly yeah Yeah. and then White Witch is like oh well you were first and I was second and then Littlefoot's like no No. you were like sixth yeah (laughs) yep loved it yeah it was it was great and then so uh then we have the what, what was her name again Mahandra? Mahandra. Mahandra comes in and White Witch is like all uncomfortable and like, oh, look, here's my friend. She's, you know, she's, she's a member of the tribe. She can get me all these cigarettes. Right. And Mahandra's like, oh, I'm not actually registered yet. Uh, the tribal lawyer has to like review my application and guess who the tribal lawyer is? Oh, it's It's Littlefoot. Right. And so, you know, she's like, definitely not going to approve her now yeah and so there's this there's this tension where you have this black indian who is like trying to reconnect who is being cut out because of the 
uh, rivalry between White Witch and the the what I don't know the over politicized tribal lawyer. Yeah, right. Who, but who about, is like kind of ultimately corrupt, right? Like yes. any sort of like tribal bureaucrat is inevitably going to be no matter what. Right. She's not just radical; she's corrupt. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in fact, her like all of her radical pol- politics are like really just a cover for her corruption. So we see that she's evil because she's going to deny this this woman you know, her application. And then meanwhile, of course, the black Indian becomes a pawn in this, like, you know, rivalry that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So White Witch is going to, like, is going to defend her at this, like, uh, at this, at this appeal process. But White Witch was the one who was like, you can't be Indian, you're black. Yeah, but now all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally not about supporting her friend or believing her claims or, or, you know, anything like that. It's just about, like, sticking it to her rival. It's just, how, how are they friends again? Like, it's just, it's disgusting. How has anybody has any sort of relationship Ugh. with anybody else? Everybody Ugh. is so unbelievably so selfish yeah. in this show. I've never, like, yeah. they don't even have personalities. No, no. They just, just have kind stereotypes. of self-interests. <laughs> and every once in a while, like, basically every time the scene changes, we get an eagle cry. Yeah. Caca! Cut away to the TV. Caca! Cut away to the gift shop. Caca! Like... What? Like, yeah. like there's... Just hit that button. Yeah, there's, like, a couple rattles. There are no real flutes mm. in this, but instead, you know, they didn't even go for, like... They, no, they didn't had even want to hire a flute player. Yeah, no, they had know? a lot of, uh, I think, Ulali songs. Like, uh, yeah, there, I'm pretty sure there was... Ulali was heavy on the, the soundtrack there. Which, you know, okay. But we'll, we'll get into how that was so missy. So, later. so bad. So, oh. the elder. The elder who is uh, the... Her, her name is Gentle Feather... She is the seer of her people, and she was the last of her line. Yes, apparently. So, yeah, so Mahandra and uh, White Witch are, are kind of like, you know, walking out of the, the Indian store being like, what did you do? Did you just screw me over? Am I never going to get my application? Like, no, no, I'll defend you. It'll be fine. Yeah. And they kind of come across, you know, this, apparently this res is like, 20 meters by 20 meters. Right, right, because it's Tobacco Guy again. Yeah. The only other native that actually has a speaking role. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, no, like, actually. Oh, and an accountant guy. Yeah, yeah an accountant. Yeah, Bill. Um, so literally across the street from the Indian store, because this is apparently <laughs> the smallest resident of all time, Yeah. Uh, is the teepee, and everybody's gathered around it uh, because whiny white girl has obviously desecrated this indigenous funeral. Yeah. And the grandson, who's this accountant uh, in the trench coat, so creepy, um, is, you know, is justifiably yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I agreed to do this Indian funeral for you, he says to Littlefoot, uh, but not, not so that tourists could just come in and look at my grandmother's body. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, I actually was just needed to go in there again and just talk to her. And everybody's like, what do you mean talk to her? And she's like, actually, I just need to go stare at your dead Indian grandmother yeah. They're not impressed. We weren't impressed either. No. It was gross. So, yeah. So, that's when we find out she's she's the last of her line. Um, and then the tobacco guy is kind of, like, talking to white, whiny white chick and saying, you know, we need another spiritual leader. Um, Littlefoot, Littlefoot is, like, out of control, you know. And, yeah, and, Littlefoot is way yeah. too politicized. I have a business to run. I have run. a business to run, right? Yeah. He's, I have to sell trillions of cigarettes to white people. Right. Which, so, you know, whatever, fair, but, like... 
Yeah. Don't uh, do that will tearing Native women down, you know? Right. So he's like, yeah, Littlefoot is going to ruin the tribe financially. You know, all this BS about exploitation when I have a business to run. Like, BS about exploitation? BS? Yeah. Can you call it BS there, buddy? No, no, but he's he's like, he's the, authentic, you know, he's got that kind of, he's got the he's red super authentic. accent. Yep. He's got the long he's hair. Spiritual. He's wearing the buckskin. He's spiritual. But he knows that, like, you that know, white cigarettes people are, are your the new friend. buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so he's, yeah, our holy ones can sometimes linger between this world and the next. Um, so, you know, he's kind of like validating this whiny white girl who then wants to speak to the backup seer. But, of course, there's no backup seer because no she's lost her line. So then they switch to her back at her job at the uh, Niagara Falls gift shop. At the most offensive gift shop I have ever seen. Oh my god. Well, I, I, honestly, I've seen, I, no. No, that no, was not like, even. No way. No yeah. way. I have seen. I have seen at least as bad. Okay. It was. But this it was, was awful. It was. It was horrible. It's like with the, those awful little plastic dolls with yeah. the, the dressed up in buckskin, and which they have dresses. a myriad of in yeah. the old part of Montreal. Oh yes, old every full of those. single tourist shop yes. you go to, those you know, the, like you know the crappy, yeah. like they're just shitty plastic. Uh, They've got the big heads. All yeah. of the you know they all have the dark braids. They're wearing yeah. the goddamn. Oh, Ugh. yeah, they're just Anyway, I'm not, I can't even. Ugly. Anyway, she's stalking those. Yeah, yeah. Totally, you know, every just, Every offensive, fine. racist, like, mm, fake native gift you can think of, we, we, we see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she calls in, she, she gets uh, the grandson to come in, in his trench coat. Uh, he's like, oh, you said you had something of my grandmother's. And she tries to give him this, like, crappy turquoise bracelet, and he's like, uh, it's from that rack. Yeah, you literally just you. pulled that off the rack behind you while I watched. Yeah, we, I don't really know what she was up to. She wanted things to talk to him or something, but yeah, yeah. is there a re- some reason I'm here? He asks. But you know what? There doesn't need to be an actual reason no. besides that a white person wants you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why would you go you need anywhere to be there for her? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, some white person is like, "Hey, I have this question." I'm like, "Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave my job." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was working today. I was supposed to, you know, work a long shift, but I'm going to go just go. Yeah. I'm going to get on the Metro. Yeah. I'm going to make my way over to your house mm-hmm. and then I'm going to knock on your door. I'm going to ask, like, what, sorry, what was that? Right. This yeah. dude's an accountant. Yeah. 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 He's got better shit to do. Right. You would think. Like, but of course she, she, she lies to him. Yeah. Right. Gets him over there. And, and then they watch some sort of video. So uh, apparently this is like some made in the mist thing. This is a Niagara thing. I don't know. I've never been to Niagara. No Although idea. that sounds familiar. Made of the mist crap. But, but uh, I thought that was some Prince Arthur, isn't it? Made of the Mist or Lady of the No, that's Lady of the Lake. Lady of the Lake. I thought Made, Made of the, the Mist, Lady like of the a, Lake. It was like a ship of, or something. Anyway, I don't know. But no, it was. It's this Indian princess riding her canoe over the falls. That like, like just the one shot of her, Chelsea and I. Yeah. I like. I almost. So I almost threw something yeah. at the screen that yeah. we were watching. She's just. She's full buckskin. You know, feathers in her hair. But like the just the like oh, it was the cleavage, the cleavage, the cleavage. The, just like this like unbelievably huge yeah. cleavage. And normally, she's going over the falls. Yeah, normally I'm like whatever, that's great, you know, like yeah. go for it. She's a babe. Yeah. This this was just yeah the cleavage in the buckskin with her just like paddling yeah. to her you know I mean, self sacrificing yeah. death. It's supposed to look cheesy, but like but it, it uh, again it was not satire. Horrible. Oh, hey, yeah, totally. That's just it. Not satire at all. Like you would see that. Yeah, anywhere. And so she's trying to convince the grandson that he needs to take up the seer's line because she wants mm-hmm. she wants answers, right? It's totally not about him. It's all about like she needs somebody to tell her how to stop the voices or whatever, yeah. right? So it's really all about the whiny white chick. And 
he he's saying how he left the reservation because he didn't have the gift. He had no place in the tribe. Um, you know, and then this white guy steps in and starts making all these like references yeah. to this white other guy. spiritual leaders. Yeah, he's like. Gandhi, Gandhi, yeah, Gandhi was just drinking with his buds and whoring around until he decided to take up his great cause or something. I was like, yeah, why? why yeah, you, shut up, you Noel Gallagher-looking asshole. Right? Like, and then they make get your floppy hair out of my life. Oh, like God. I hate you. Like he was awful. He was awful. And then they make and like, she totally relies on him too. Even yeah. whiny white girl who sucks anyway because she's yeah. a whiny white girl. But this show presumably is feminist, right. being that it stars a it's white so woman. Yeah. Um, you know, she just, she fully relies on him. He shows up and she's like, you're going to be my expert. I'm going to rely on you. Tell me what to do. Yeah. And he does. Yeah, yeah. And she's like all into it. It's And then horrible. they make matrix, refer- matrix references. Take the red pill. Yeah, it's like, no, you're not, you're not even real nerds. So shut up. Oh I was mad. The matrix can and should be used in so much better ways. Yeah. Sorry, I like the matrix. Um, anyway, so yeah. But it's like this, I wrote white people convincing the Indian to be an Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that we for haven't the benefit of seen before. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that it was. It was so yeah, complicated. We hadn't seen that. Like, like literally, it's like white people teaming up. Yeah, to get him to be take up his to destiny. take up his rightful Indianness, so that they can somehow benefit, right? Because at the end of the day, it's all for the white people. Oh, hello there. Hello, you're so cute. Okay, uh, right. Where were we? Okay, okay. So we we're we're in some sort of lodge. We're in a circle right. of Indians. Yeah. And, uh, and and now out of his trench coat into some weird getup, which kind of like vaguely Salish West Coast looking with some mixture. Like he had some sort of wool poncho on and like it was just It's a mess. mess. It's a mess. Yeah. So they're, they're in a ceremony to determine who has the gift, the gift being the gift of seeing. Uh, and the first thing that they got to do is they're going to blow a feather into the air and wherever the feather lands... That's the person who has a gift. Right. I We usually use that to figure out who has to buy the next bottle of wine. Right? Yeah. Like, that's that's our, our, our sacred Indian ritual for yeah. who has to pick up the next bottle and of wine. And the sacred Indian pre-ritual, of course, being you carefully check all of the joints in the walls and floors <laughs> to know where the errant breeze is going to right. be to position yourself accordingly. Exactly. So you don't have to buy it. But clearly, nobody did the second part of this ceremony. <laughs> no. Because the feather, of course you know, kind of floats down towards Bill, the accountant, and then takes a sharp left over to whiny white girl. Yes. Landing on her shoulder. Not good planning. She tries valiantly to blow it away, but, you know, she is chosen. Um, And then there's, yeah, okay, so there's a new scene and an eagle cry. Um, So Tobacco Guy, right, is talking again about this need for spiritual a new spiritual successor. Uh, oh, we're at the tribal court. Right. And Which is obviously just so corrupt. Yes, totally corrupt. We decided this thing last night, they say. Yeah. They, they made a new law last night. And so, uh, so of course, the... the oh. Right? I know, I hated that, too. Uh, she de- You know, her application is denied, summarily. And she has to pay, you know, all these, uh, all these fees for the, the court. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So sorry, I shouldn't say it. It's not. It's not that. That's a terrible word to use. That was very ableist. I'm sorry. But like ridiculous. Though. Yes. Like okay. super ridiculous. All so right. then, uh, so he's hasn't really passed the first test, but accountant has to pass three more tests, even though he didn't pass the first test. 
Um, so the first thing is that he has to choose an item that has belonged to his grandmother out of a table of items. There's, you know, there's a pipe. A and peace pipe. There's, you know, I think like a drum. There's a pair of glasses, et cetera, et cetera. And he's, you know, he's flipping out. He, he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't, he clearly doesn't have the gift. Yeah. But she, she does. And so this bear skull, how does she know it's a bear skull? Come on. Whiny white girl does not know that's a bear no. skull. No, she but, like there's no way. No, but the bear skull starts talking. To yeah, her, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Yeah, so like, she 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 tells him which one to pick. She's like, Ugh, pick the, and then she says in pig Latin the Arabay Alske yeah. or something, and it's like just what? What even? But the thing, like the thing that got me about this scene is there's literally an entire room full of indigenous men. Yeah. None of whom have speaking roles except for Tobacco Guy. Yeah, they just gotta sit there and nod. Yeah, and they, they don't, you know, they're all just, like, staring at these two people and don't even notice that yeah. this is happening. Like, they not only don't have speaking roles, but they apparently don't have humanity. No, or, they're, like, they're any just sort props. Of perception. Yeah, they're literally, you know, I mean, but, you know, we talked about the prop closet, right? Yeah. Go into the prop yeah, closet. Get a bunch of Indians. Yeah, you get, you get the, the really fake feather headdresses. You get the trench coats. You get the fringe jackets, and you get the Indians. Yeah, we're so, all just sitting in there waiting to be waiting. taken out of the prop closet. Oh. <laughs> Actually, though, I don't know if you've been down in Alberta recently, but all of the movies that are being made there—that's basically the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> casting calls are oh, anyway. Yeah, they're weird lately. Yeah, yeah. So okay. anyway, prop closet Indians. Um, <laughs> prop closet Indians. <laughs> Things not to be. <laughs> so, anyway, she kind of whispers to him, you know, pick the bear skull, and he picks the bear skull, and everybody's like, ooh, maybe you are Stop actually way. the person. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Uh, then they switch back to Mahandra, who now has to pay $900 on, in court fees to not be a member of the tribe, yep. when she's already not officially a member of the tribe. When uh, Littlefoot rocks up and hands White Witch a big stack of receipts saying, oh, you bought all these cigarettes? Uh, well, actually, there's a New York State tax cigarette law. Yeah, if you're not... So now you owe $7,000. Yeah, you're not a native. You're, you don't get the tax exemption. Yeah. You know, so you owe all, this, owe all this money. And it's supposed to be, like, this evil thing that she does. But I'm like, yeah, why Why should this white chick get the tax exemption? Yeah, I was you like, know? good on you. Like, yeah. she's, you know, this woman's a lawyer. She probably yeah. makes a trillion dollars. Like, yep. get that money and use it for your own benefit. Exactly. Like, go Littlefoot. Yeah. Drive those white ladies off the res. Right. Do it up. So, yeah. Then, okay, then we're back to grandson is light, trying to light up a peace pipe, which apparently, like, because she keeps, white, whiny white girl keeps making these references about peyote later on. Oh, my like, God. Like, supposedly smoking peyote, which I'm pretty sure you don't smoke peyote. I'm pretty sure you chew it, but, like, whatever. So, yeah. Anyway, so... The the next test is that Bill, the accountant, has to commune with Gentlefeather, his grandmother. So he has to die. Yeah, yeah, he has to do that by by fully dying. Oh, oh. you have something to say? You have something to say? Let's, let's, let's get this. What do you? Yeah. What did you think about this? Yeah. <sighs> That's how I felt too. That exactly. Anything else? Yes. I don't, I don't think it could have been said. No, better. I think I think you've totally summed it up. Yeah, that encapsulates exactly what I was feeling about this. So, yeah, Bill Bill has to sear because searing or whatever isn't my destiny, says whiny white girl. So, 
he's smoking. He can't even light the pipe. Yeah. He's like flicking, you know, <laughs> the, the flint against the steel <laughs> over and over again. He can't do it. He can't do it. And Noel Gallagher looking asshole <laughs> floppy hair guy says, someone's got to put him out of his misery. And white and white girl says, I'm like those parents who force their uncoordinated children to play sports. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because like, you are the, yes, you're the parent of this you are the adult native male. You need to guide. Uh, uh, it was barf worthy. So, anyway, but eventually he apparently lights the pipe uh, and then falls flat on his face. Right. And dies. And he's supposed to, the, the thing is, he's supposed to bring himself back to life after communing with his ancestors. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't because whiny white girl starts pounding. Pounding. Like, just, like just full, oh my full arm swing, fist out, pounding yeah. on his chest. Like, that was not CPR. That was, like, that was, that was assault, man. That was. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. Wow. And all these prop closet Indians are just, just watching this happen. Yeah. Because they're from the prop closet. <laughs> um, and... He he comes to and he's like, I saw my grandmother. He, you know, I saw her in an image through the mist. And then white girl asks, Well, did your grandmother say anything about you know me? Basically, yeah. Like, what? Oh my gosh, yeah. You like this guy literally just died. Yeah, but it's all and about saw her. his dead grandma. But it's, it's all, all about, about her. her. It's amazing. So now he gets all political, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, so that was great. Yeah, yeah. Now, so now he's all dressed up, real Indian, like face painted and all that. And of course this is portrayed as bad, right? Like he's yeah. off he's he's just off the rails with with this over political stuff. Um so he he uh he shows up at the gift shop and he's he's talking about like all of the the racist and and disgusting things that are in the shop and he has this like group of like prop closet Indians with them and he orders them to have a sit in there, you know, until everything's removed. Yeah, we were like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. get those like disgusting, right you know, racist dolls out of there. Get, you know, cuz right before totally that happens agree too, with him. This, you know, this uh oh, the headdress. Yeah, oh. this like the other guy that works there yeah. like, you know, trots up and he's wearing this disgusting, horrible dyed chicken feather headdress and yeah. he's like, "We should wear these for Chief Joseph days yeah. every year." We can say that we're scalping prices. Oh it even gosh. comes with a kazoo. Like, like. You know what? I feel like at this moment, let's just do a little bit of a cleanse. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank the Georgians for their for their contribution. Let's just play yeah. the Georgian thing because we need a break. That was awful. This episode of Metean Space is sponsored by the Georgians. The Church of George. Our hearts soar. Chapter 10, verse 18. If you talk to animals, they will talk with you, and you will know each other. If you do not talk to them, you will not know them, and what you do not know, you will fear. What one fears, one destroys. Okay, well, thanks to the Georgians. That was a much, much needed brief respite from this heinousness that we're doing. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, this is, we haven't quite gone to the level of the dark episode. No, no. I we feel haven't. like we're flirting with it, but we've we I can... think we've been kind of our metal has been tested, etc. Yes. yes. So and we have we have many there. positive things to surround ourselves with. Oh. So we can just sort of get a grip. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. so uh, after the the epic sit-in, very uh, very reminiscent of uh, you know <laughs> wounded knee. Um, which is, yeah, when also, you know, people ask, is he still on that peyote? Right. 
Because that's the only way Indians are political and yeah. actually stand up for anything. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, otherwise it's all about the business interests yep. and the potential casino and gambling money. Gosh. So now we're we're at uh, Littlefoot's gym where White oh, Witch goes. This was incredible. Yes. Yeah. I love this. Oh, I love this entire scene. This, this is, is perfect. So, well, you you describe so often. So it's a gym rivalry. Yes. Oh. White Witch, I haven't seen you at this gym before, and White Witch is all, oh, I actually come here all the time. It's totally fun. And then Littlefoot reaches over and starts the treadmill while she's not paying attention, and so she's, like, stumbling on the treadmill, yeah. and then they get on, and then they're kind of, like, discussing stuff, and Littlefoot is, like, raising the speed of her treadmill, so she's <laughs> running faster and faster throughout their whole conversation. Oh, but the, did you get this part where, uh, so, um, White Witch is wearing this awful turquoise... Oh, yeah, God, it was so tacky. Yeah, bra- bracelet, and she's like, turquoise, you know, it's a Native American gem, but you already knew you that. You already knew that. And then she says... We have so much in common! Yeah, why can't we bury the hatchet? And she says, bury the hatchet? And then White Witch goes, that's not racist. Yeah. Because <gasps> I said it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much in common. Yeah. And so she's, you know, Littlefoot's turning up her <laughs> treadmill higher and higher and higher. And uh, White Witch is struggling to keep up. And she's panting and she's sweating. And Littlefoot looks over and says, looks like those cigarettes are taxing you. <laughs> <laughs> she had the best lines. And I told her, That like, was so good. Every time she, like, she just, like, burnt White Witch, I was like, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, score one for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you, Littlefoot. Oh, my goodness. So, it, meanwhile, uh, oh, back accountant the, and team yeah. are still having their sit-in. Oh, God, this is a great line. So, this woman comes up with a basket full of things that she's buying looking all, like, scared at the, at the Indian sitting. And uh, an accountant boy is like, thank you for supporting this imperialist, uh, imperialist establishment and have a racist day. Have a racist day. Have a racist day. day. Like, I want to say that to somebody. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of slowly assimilate that ha-ha <laughs> into my vocabulary so I can use it all the time. And he said it so cheerfully, like, have a have racist day. Have a racist day. day. <laughs> so great. And then this, like, woman who's, like, going to buy stuff is like, uh, I, you know what, I'm not going to take any of this stuff. Yeah. Actually, okay, cool, bye. And then, uh, then, you know, there's a kind of, you know, whiny white girl can't take this anymore. You know, Bill, the accountant, is her friend, but he's gotten too political, mm-hmm. and, you know, this the other guy that's working there who's that asshole who was wearing that chicken feather headdress is saying like oh you know he's gonna he's gonna call security and she's like no no don't do that don't do that um I I can get them out of here and he's like you know do whatever you have to because I'm gonna call security and she says what do you want me to do litter and make them chase me let's look at the baby just one second oh she's so cute little ducky she's so perfect yeah all right. Yeah. Um, uh, back to this. Okay, so they're in the sauna. White White Witch and Littlefoot are in the sauna. Huh. And, uh, you know, White Witch is like, look, we just we both hate each other, but why take it out on my innocent friend? Yeah, your innocent friend who you told couldn't be an Indian because she's black. Your yeah. friend. Yeah. Your, your friend. Your innocent, innocent your friend. Your token, my totally one black friend. friend. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh my God. I, I my best friend's black. I know. I Like, I'm not going to watch the rest of the show, <laughs> but... I can only fucking imagine what the rest of the show oh is like gosh. when it comes to Mahandra. Yeah. That must be just so horrible. Like, it's Jesus awful. fucking That's Christ. Awful. But then, so, White, White Witch somehow, like, so, you know, uh, Littlefoot is not gonna, it's not gonna bend. And so, White Witch leaves the sauna in a huff. And then turns it all the way up, not realizing that she's accidentally jammed the door shut with her turquoise bracelet. But yeah. thinks it's okay to turn the sauna all the way up in spite. Right? Yeah. Like, that's totally cool. 
That's totally cool. And That's so not a health risk at all. Yeah. So she's she's stuck in there. Littlefoot is in yeah. in this like overheated sauna. Yeah, like, which she doesn't notice. Yeah. And and what this is, is like you you recognize that she's probably gonna die in there. Like that was really yeah. grim. Yeah, I was kind of like I was ready for something horrible to happen to Littlefoot. Yeah, and it was gonna be sad. Yeah, but then it you know then it cuts back to you know some white patronizing BS uh, where you know whiny white girl pulls Bill the accountant aside and is like, you know what you're not you're not the guy you're not the seer. Oh yeah, this you know thing. this is a, this was a lesson. You're and, not special. I am. Yeah, and the lesson is like the lesson's not for you. The lesson is for me. Yeah, the white girl. I literally just wrote white garbage. Yes. And then she like leaves him while he's having this kind of like revelation mm-hmm. because she's been telling him that he's special and she's been telling him that he's going to be the seer and all this stuff and so she's, you know, she's tearing all this down. And then she leaves him and she runs in and yells, "The cops are coming!" And then yeah. all of these protesters just up and leave. Yeah. Because that's what you do. When you're the target of police violence all the time, yeah, that is what you do. That is often. <laughs> but, like, also, like, you know, you go to a protest and you're going to defend what yeah. dignity you have left at goddamn Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah, but they don't... You just stop and leave. But, but they're, they're, it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of asserted that the only reason they're there is because he told them to be. Mm-hmm. They don't really believe in him or the yeah. cause. No, right? I mean, so because they're, from the, they're straight from the prop closet, right? Yeah, they yeah. don't have any beliefs, no. right? Like, they don't want to get arrested. No. Fair. So, anyway, they all leave, and that's seen as proof of the fact that he's not really the yeah. seer. So, but Bill decides that he's going to take out all of the racist shit that they're selling in this gift yeah. shop anyway. So There's, like, a Cowboys and Indians massacre set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that has, like, a fake headdress and a bow and arrow and, like, a fake... tom-tom. Yeah, and, like, a fake gun. And so they're, like, pulling, you know, they're, like, fighting over it and this and that. And she's like, no, put it down. Like, you're getting all this on camera. And he's like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. And... Security guard comes in. The security guard, the mall cop, and he's like, you know, I'm a mall cop. Like, stop right now. And he pulls out a gun... And then Bill, you know, whatever, his hand manages to land on this, like, fake toy... Gun. Cowboy gun. Yeah. And the fucking mall cop shoots, shoots him. him. Just shoots him. Boom. Blows him away. Just blows him away. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So we got we got Littlefoot dying in the sauna. We got, like, the grandson just getting blown away in the gift shop. And we got two white ladies who are going to feel so bad about yeah. this later. Oh, gosh. Oh. I can't believe I had to witness that. <laughs> this was this my fault? Oh wait, no, it probably wasn't. Yeah, but you know, I've grown from seeing that. Oh my god, it was. <laughs> this, yeah. It, yeah, don't watch this. Just don't. don't. Just don't. Don't. Um, but then Bill, of course, isn't actually injured. No, and he's he's kind of you know lying well, down, well, and he's, we think he is. We think he's yeah, dead. Yeah, we think and he then, is. And then there's like this mystical music, and he comes back from the dead. Yeah, and so even Tobacco Guy, who happens to be there, is like. Oh, this is pretty impressive. Like it's proof. Like maybe he actually is, is this the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, because it was a rubber bullet. Yeah, it's actually a rubber bullet. And the fucking that guy who's wearing the chicken feather headdress, who also wears the Niagara Falls, says, "Shoot him again." Yeah, shoot him again. And that's not that's Whoa. not addressed. That, that was, is not. And that was <laughs> before he knew it was a rubber bullet. I yeah. Wow. It's, on oh my goodness but then so, yeah you, but this you, is the revelation for bill yeah is that he's not he's the, not the, the guy he's not the seer you think he's going to be redeemed like after all this being denied no yeah. it's going to turn out he really is but no. yeah no he's still he's still just a big fake yeah oh my gosh back to the sauna where yeah. Littlefoot is dying and <laughs> she has a vision of the fake looking kookum 
And this to the song Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Again, I think this is Ulali. Uh, so yeah. And and her hair is like getting all wild. Yeah, because of the humidity of the sauna. Right, right. Obviously, but also her spiritual power, I guess. Yeah. And then so my my pen then starts dying. And literally the rest of my notes are white girl wah 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 ugh and as I'm writing ugh my pen dies. Okay, well so you're gonna have to take this one because so white witch comes back to the sauna and 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 realizes that it's been you know it's it's been stuck, closed the door. Right. So she gets a guy to open it. Right. And then out of the mist of the sauna comes Littlefoot, her hair all unbound and right. wild and curly now. Yeah, looking huge, like 80s yeah. huge. Yeah, Massive. yeah. And she's all serene and, and, and calm. And fuck naked. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously. And of course, we, we get a shot of the guy leering at her because he needs to leer yeah. at her. Yeah, because uh, obviously, like, yeah. as, as much as she might be the, you know, whatever pseudo-messiah, yeah. she's also still an object right. to be leered at. It's fine. And we go back to where whiny white chick is like, wham, wham, I'm so special. It's so hard to be special. And uh, and the accountant's like, oh, you know, i got to leave again. And she's like, you can come back to buy cigarettes. Uh, yeah. And then they're, they're, you. Yeah, they're walking out of the store. And uh, car- oh, they're, they're back in the res carrying a huge box of cigarettes, that, that comically huge box of cigarettes. Yeah, like the size of a dishwasher. Yeah. Box. And she's like, she goes to the accountant boy, can I keep your resident card? For cigarettes. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And he, ha- he literally pulls yeah, it out of her pocket and her. gives it to her. You know, because, like, oh, whatever. And what then, is going, like, it just, no. What? What? I know. And then, and then, the car pulls up, and out of the car, or maybe, she, I, I feel like she should just, like, explode like a dove out of the car. Maybe there wasn't a I car. I wish. But anyway, dressed all in white furs. Okay, like white, white boots. Yeah, white, white leggings. White gloves. Yeah, white gloves. White, white turtleneck. Yeah, and white fur. In what appears to be the summer. Uh, and wild 80s hair. She gets whiteified. Yeah, she gets whiteified. In more white than one. Right. Uh, and Ulali singing Amazing Grace in an indigenous language. Uh, and there's amazing, like, like yeah, amazing that fucking Grace. killed me. Amazing yeah. Grace might be the whitest song ever. <laughs> but like, no, it's not. It's not the whitest song I don't ever. Know. But like, it's oh like, it was so inappropriate. Was oh so my good. god, was it inappropriate? And there's light behind her, shining through her hair. Yeah, um, reflecting off of her super white turtleneck. Yeah, and now she's like, Jesus. she's not, you know, she's not uptight anymore. And she's like, she's talking about this vision she had and and how she has to. You know, the, the grandmother told her that the grandson has to teach her how to ride a horse. Like, I think that, like, that horses for this Satsuma tribe is, like, buffalo. Like, this is the new buffalo, but it's the new horse. And I don't know. It's a cryptic metaphor, so who even yeah. knows? And he's like, but I'm an accountant. She's like, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, because now you can help us bring bring casinos and blackjack and, like, you know, yeah. yeah she, like, puts her arm around him. She's like, right. Grandmother told me that you were good with numbers and like, right. I, like. So she's not radical were, anymore. She realizes that the, you know, the she future gets, of the tribe. She gets whiteified. Yeah, is that's all about it. is all about economic development, man. Yeah, then you know, that's that's just it, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you get you get this stage in your indigenous evolution sure. where you're maybe radical. You want to have sit-ins. You right. care about racism. You care about the fact that your people are heavily exploited by white people. But then you you know you reach Go the back next to your stage. You get yeah. you reach the next stage where you realize that really it's all about succumbing to capitalism right. in any Spiritually. way that you can. 
as spiritually as possible. And luckily there's this dweeby accountant who's there to help you. Oh, my Lord. And then, so, then there's this line that I wrote down because it was just so awful. So, you would hope it would end there, but no. White whiny chick has to whine some more. Yeah, I was going to say, I was hoping it would end. Like, I was writing, yeah. when and will this now, be over, like, yeah, a while 20 ago. minutes ago. Yeah. And so, she's, she's talking to Tobacco Guy, and uh, she's saying, you know, this gift that I have, other people seem to want it. And, and that should always give you pause before you give it up, right? Because this whole thing, she's just been wanting to get rid of it. Yeah, that should give you pause before you give it up, when people want your gift. And Tobacco Guy is like, yes, that is something my people have learned time and time again. What? 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 What, what do you even, what is, what is a that? reference to? What did you, what did, what did, what did you give up? That other people yeah. want you just gave it up, really. You just gave it up because that's not the history I know. That's yeah. <laughs> Since when, when did that anything ever happen? When oh did that ever happen? God, it's like, oops. Yeah, oops. We accidentally ceded, released, and surrendered. Yeah, oops. <laughs> Our mistake. Right. Other agree. people wanted it. Oh, are you mad? I'm mad too. Are you mad? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Tell, you tell the people how you face. feel about this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What else? I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yes. It was terrible. It, yeah. It was, terrible. it was so bad. That time that we accidentally ceded, released, and surrendered. <laughs> oh, you know, I over... Wait, can you hear that? Mm. Yeah. We have a yeah. dispatch coming. Oh, thanks, Sacco Whale. Yeah. Thank you for making us aware of that. I didn't quite catch that, but here it is. Oh, I love you. Dispatches from the future. Incoming in three, two, one. Hello, Chelsea and Molly. Hi, ourselves. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's really cool uh, to be talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how this is going to work. We, we kind of had to um, break this up into, into bits, and we'll, we'll shoot it out to you with the help of uh, the Church of George. Yes, big, big shout-out to the Georgians uh, who have kind of been helping us out with this technology that they uh, developed. Um, so that's that's really amazing uh, of them, and we're hopefully also going to get you a copy of the Book of George. Um, yeah, really soon. Hopefully before even this maybe gets to you. So right, uh, I, and you're probably not going to be like super into it, it, but it's a fully formed, um, you know, sort of philosophy in in our time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's whatever. They're they're pretty harmless. They're and and pretty helpful. I gotta say, like yeah. we wouldn't be able to be sending you um, these dispatches uh, from the future. We're in the future. We're in your future. Yeah, we are your future. I guess. Weird. Although. I, but you're also I don't know whatever it's a bit confusing it's, yeah we, we don't, don't we don't really understand, understand it yeah the Georgians kind of have a, a bit of a better yeah. understanding of the whole thing which is why we're kind of giving the technical stuff to them right right to deal like with, who wants so. a steep learning curve who wants to have to learn all of that stuff in order to use it like no we've never done that no. right you you guys don't do that when you podcast you don't actually know what you're doing right no, you we remembered like, you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. don't try yeah. to hide that yeah. from us we know yeah we know all right um so yeah you guys are kind of in 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 uh in rough times right now, things are getting really nasty, as I recall. Um, you know, 2015 was a bad year, um, and it gets worse. But uh, you guys are only like what three years away from from the kids at Tap Yeah, right? yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I remember things things get really bleak for a while there. Yeah. Things are, I mean, you know, even when even when we first went back back when we were you know 10 years old, uh, things were bad. It was yeah. it was such a shock, but. Um, yeah, so just just know that you know things are going to get worse before they get better. But when they start getting better, it gets it gets awesome, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids at Tap Win, you know, in a couple of years, 
Um, there's just going to be such a buildup of, of sort of stories coming out that nobody's going to be able to avoid the truth any longer. It's all just going to come pouring out, and it's going to be like lancing a really, really nasty boil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to get pussy and bloody and gross. But it's going like, to feel kind of good. Yeah. You know, you're going to want to keep going. Like, yeah. you're going to be, like, kind of flinching and, yeah. like, going draining that boil. Yeah. Draining that, that existential boil. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Right. And then you're going to just wash it out real good. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to wash it out so hard. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's that's something to look forward to. And you guys only have ten more years in that in that uh, era, you know, before you come back and, and you get to come back. Yeah, it's a chill. Like yeah. we're so chill. We we came back. We built ourselves a spaceship, right? Like yeah, and life now we is just good. Yeah, now we just hang out and kind of like watch what's going on. Yeah, Play things are softball. way better. You know, yeah. we're looking some sweet tunes. We look down on the earth that there's no like tar sand scars. You know, things of things of have have healed really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty fantastic. Um, you have that to look forward to. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so this is Dispatches from the Future. So, right. kind of what we're hoping to do is uh, we got some, like, pretty exciting news uh, really recently. And, you know, we thought that since, you know, you folks back back there and back then are, are just kind of, you're on the cusp of, also you're on the cusp of something big. Yeah. But you do, you know, there is going to be some, some challenges in the way. So, we thought we'd kind of, you know, it looks like we might be facing a challenge as well. So we thought we'd kind of share yeah. uh, what we're going through. Um, so you guys it, don't feel alone. It's, yeah. it's not just you out there in the wide, wide world. We too, even in our awesome future, mm. present, whatever. Um, you know, things are still a bit, can get a bit weird, right? Yeah. And, you know, we, we can deal with it in our chill way. And hopefully yeah. our chillness will come back and infuse you with more chill. Totally. I mean, if there's anybody that I can relate to, it's myself. Right. Right. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the thing that has happened, this amazing, exciting thing that's happened, is some of the Moonia Walk have decided to come back. Right. So, you know, uh, New Wapamaganak is, is what we call them now, like our relatives, right? But, like, you guys are still, as I recall, using that term, Moonia Walk, so we're just going to sort of, like, we're going we're gonna to try to be understandable to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you may or may not know this, but uh, you there was basically, like, a huge exodus of Muniawak that set up the first colony on Mars. Um, and there's all this kind of weird stuff that precedes it that you guys are going to experience. Um, but just imagine, it's going to be a lot of, like, settler colonial anxiety propaganda. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you're facing a lot of that already. It's just, it, it gets ramped up a bit, but it's, yeah. it's a lot of kind of more of the same. Right, know? right. It just yeah. gets kind of a little bit more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever, you get through it. You get through it. So yeah. then, how many how many people ended up leaving? I think around six and a half million. Yeah. So so like a fair a fair number of the the Walk there decide that they're gonna they're gonna hit Mars instead and just kind of leave the Earth because they're so horrified that the kids atop way win and the great decolonization is is beginning. Right. Um. So and they and they, they sort of like take it upon themselves to feel persecuted. Like they they sort of just to give you a glimpse into it, they they feel like. Uh, you know, when 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 the kids attack, when what happens and all this, that they're gonna sort of end up facing the sort of oppression that that they were used to doling out to uh, indigenous peoples. Um, so this was like what, like a what do you how do you call that? Like a you know, when you shoot someone before they shoot you, what is it? Preemptive, preemptive strike. Yeah. yeah. It was, so it's like a preemptive like exodus. So they 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 
they call it their great persecution, you know. Yeah. And but, you know, we always we always kind of rolled our eyes a little bit, but you know, they can do what they want. Yeah. And we so, call it the upsetling because you know cause, whatever. Yeah. They yeah. were pretty upset. Settlers. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so you know, and it turns out obviously that when they left, they ended up living in conditions that were so so much worse yeah. than they were not prepared. No, they they just had no idea. I think part of it is you know at that point the Mooniwalk had been reaching off of other people and other people's land and resources and knowledge mm. for so long that when it actually came down to it, they couldn't actually pull themselves up by their bootstraps. No, no, despite all the, all the, you know, the, the myths that they have, uh, their sort of foundational myths of doing just that, mm-hmm. um, which physically is impossible anyway, but, um, yeah, you know, so they get there and there's nobody to, 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 to leech off of, uh, and... <laughs> I don't know. I guess they just sort of lost what survival skills they had. And I, and I, I know I'm sounding flippant. Um, I really, I, I, I want to express to you guys that you know we're not, we're, we're trying not to mock here. Um, some of the situations that they went through were pretty awful, and so, so you know we we tried to help out. Uh, in as many ways as we could, we sent blankets, we sent you know toilet paper plants, we we tried to help out, but a lot of our a lot of our um, a lot of our help was rebuffed. They just didn't really want mm-hmm. us because they were very suspicious. Of yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And I mean, they you know they kept up that kind of like settler propaganda that I mean we're we're know that you're used to, uh, mm-hmm. back in your time, um, that very, like, anti-native, you know, they're going to come and get us, yeah. they're, you know, they just want us to live, like, they lived as savages, quote-unquote, yeah. you know. They don't want us to be able to feed our families, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I guess it sounds like, at least for some of them, they, they've kind of seen past a lot of this stuff, and seen past a lot of that kind of, like, old bad blood that they had yeah. with us, and they've decided to make a return. Right. So uh, we don't know how many. We're thinking probably just a couple, a couple thousand, thousand. Yeah. Uh, tops. Just you know, realistically, folks. You know, there has been that history there, and also just you know, if you're moving to a new place, it's it's nice to send just a couple folks in first, just mm-hmm. to get the lay of the land, to make sure that everything's going to be okay before you bring and learn in the protocols. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. As guests on the land, so it's it. We're all actually pretty excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be coming in the next couple of weeks. Like within the next couple of weeks, we're going to get uh, a group of, of people coming back from the colony in Mars, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we have to integrate them, um, you know, into into the treaty relationships we have uh, with the land, with the with you know the various plant and animal uh, nations, and so that's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really excited to hear because we don't get much information from them, so we. We don't actually yeah. know what their life has been like so mm-hmm. yeah i think i think it just generally the the overall feeling is one of like confidence and positivity yeah. and we're just we're really excited to kind of be meeting our our distant relations right. again and sort of like you know closing that divide that's been open for so long mm-hmm. so that's so really yeah cool. this is i think this is going to be the start of something really big and amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway um this, so this is our first dispatch and uh i hope it reaches you well and like like we said, you know, things things are not going to be great for you guys for a little while. But, you know, 10 more years there, 10 more years, and, and it all works out, okay? How many people get to, to hear that? How many people get to know that their future, you know, is, is going to be better? I mean, this is, you guys have a pretty, pretty good <laughs> knowing that. So, yeah. so, uh, so keep your courage up. Yeah, all right. So until the next time. Yeah, see you later. Whoa. Okay. Well, I that actually explains a lot. Yeah, that actually makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to like go back and listen to all of the dispatches and kind of figure out what happens. Yeah, what's actually going on. Yeah. All, we, like, all I can really know is 
It seems like a bunch of Muniawak come down and start and just messing things up. Messing things up yeah. and then all the like laser battle. Right, laser battle. Yeah. Which we don't know how that turns out at all. Like no. that never got resolved. We never heard it. We literally never heard the end of that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, well, you know what? I don't know. Not all things need a resolution no. necessarily. I don't I don't think so. And I don't Probably. know. Probably ten more years here, apparently. Yeah, I would you know what? I would go to a future where I may or may not die in a laser battle yeah. for only spending ten more years yeah, in yeah. this colonized present. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so we gotta rate that monstrosity. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We decided we're gonna rate it out of cowboy and Indian massacre kits. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just gonna pour myself a little bit more wine <laughs> before we do this. This was like how low do negative numbers really go? I that's the thing, is I, I feel like I've I've done a few negative numbers, but this is out of everything we've watched for these two seasons, this is the worst. I yeah. everything I hated everything about this. And I've said that before. But I feel like but it wasn't this gave it new truly no. true. No until, until now. now. It's yeah. yeah. So okay. It's amazing. So out of so we're gonna rate it out of uh, Cowboy and Indian Massacre kits, uh, scale one to five, one being, you know, like I can't remember. I always do this. One is bad. One is bad, five is is good. And obviously we're not gonna be going anywhere near five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this episode was minus a trillion cowboy and Indian massacre kits. Yo, minus a yes. trillion. Everything. I don't think that Molly and I could have sat down and and taken out all of the crappy stereotypes and tropes that we've we've identified over these two seasons, and and written something that is this steamingly pilishly crappish. I don't think that we could have done this. I don't think that. I don't think that like. I don't even know how this happened. I don't know how this is possible to happen. But it was just so offensive on absolutely every level. It was so crap. There was nothing redeeming about it whatsoever. That I just, like, it needs to be sucked into a black hole and and, and so thoroughly destroyed that it can never emerge ever again. Ever. Um, I fully agree. I'm also, I think maybe this is the first time we've <laughs> both agreed on a thing. I'm also going to say this is... Minus a trillion cowboy and Indian massacre kits, mm-hmm. and for all of the reasons that you said, also because it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came. Out, we never did even not, heard of this thing. I had never heard of this show. Wow. I had never. I, I had no idea what the premise was until I started watching it. And I will never ever watch it again. Ever, ever. I can like it is. It's like an alternate universe creation. Like I feel like this doesn't actually exist in this universe. It was just something we accidentally glimpsed. I, I I think this was made in the mid to late 2000s. Wow. Is the thing that fucking gets me wow. about this. This is so this bad. is the now. This yeah. is the now of indigenous portrayals in media. I feel like all the progress that we've made in this podcast just like got sucked into the toilet. You know what? But that's just it, right? What the fuck is even progress? Yeah. Screw progress, man. Wow. We don't need progress. No. Progress is only hurt indigenous people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The the discourse of progress. Yes. Not actual progress, but like the discourse of progress. Yes, and this is all about this is all about the discourse yeah. of one white, whiny ass woman's progress towards <sighs> I don't even know. I don't know. I guess I guess enlightenment. I guess like whatever. whatever. I like I don't even give a shit. I give it zero like I used to like white people. <laughs> I used to like white people. <laughs> I mean, you know, it happens being like <sighs> In one on hour. In that one needs hour. To be on a t-shirt. <laughs> I used to like white people. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna break up with my partner. 
I'm gonna move out of my house because my roommates are both white. I'm just leaving all of this shit. That's I'm it. gonna move into Chelsea's house. I'm gonna move into one of- the so white free zone. White, yeah, oh, actually God. though. Yeah. The other wow. thing that fucking gets me about this is like, that like it, like it really, it really gets me how she's so mad right now. You I'm, can see her. There's like steam literally rising from her temples. My God. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Like black indigenous people do not fucking register mm -hmm. at all in the mainstream. Period. Yeah. Yeah. This show goes there and, and then goes just, there in such a bad way to completely, completely deny them from all angles. Yeah. Yeah. The white people denied that they could exist. Yeah. The indigenous people just reject them out of fucking petty spite. ass yeah. spite. Yeah. Fuck you, Wonderfalls. Yeah. Fuck you. I fucking hate you. Wow. That was intense. Okay. We're gonna... Anyway. But we're not going there. We're not no, going there. we're not going there. No. Anyway. But so, season three is on the horizon. Season three is on the horizon. Why? I don't even know at this point. Yeah. We're going to... Probably because Chelsea can drink again and we're already having a great time. <laughs> Wow. All right. So I hope you enjoyed season two of All Pimps with Squawa Kitsugiskok Matey in Space! 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 All Pimps with Squawa Kitsugiskok Matey in Space!